Trauma on the Screen for Podcast for Friends Abroad Relationships School. This is episode 43 and the film is The Scandalous Fool. And this is a British film. So Trauma on the Screen is a Friends Abroad Relationship School original started in 2021 during the COVID pandemic. And basically what happens is we watch a film and then we look into trauma themes and relationships and parenting themes in the film. So today I am sharing this review of The Scandalous Four, a 19th century film. This film basically is about a couple young couple who are struggling with societal expectations or traditional romance. The young lady comes from a fairly wealthy family and is a music teacher who also originally came from a wealthy family, but um, his family lost their fortune and he also lost his mom and dad in the process. And her husband, the person that she gradually marries, is a wealthy man, but he struggles with the expectations of his society about what wealthy people are supposed to do. And he's also um, a homosexual, but he can't come out with that because in that time, it was a crime to be gay and people actually were hanged for that for being homosexual. And consequently, he ends up in a relationship with this butler who was originally a butler in the young lady's family. So it's quite um, interesting. And also the fourth person that the, who was in love with the lady, Penelope, is Richard, who was a music teacher. So that's basically the story in a nutshell. And we have the mother, Mrs. Williams, mother of Penelope. She was very judgmental, very critical, and not attuned to her child's needs and was more concerned with wealth. And we can find this in society, especially when someone probably comes from a wealthy family or maybe she was not brought up in a wealthy family herself. So she wanted to maintain the status quo. She wanted to maintain the picture or image that um, you know she was a wealthy person and did not want to be shamed um, and end up in a situation where her daughter married someone who was not wealthy. So she was very controlling she was in charge would tell people what to do even her husband could not laugh um you know without feeling guilty because of how serious she was which is really difficult and challenging and of course this comes from upbringing about how someone might have been brought up conditioning so penelope demonstrates to us the power of journaling because this story comes from a, a diary 
And this is something that we use these days to heal our emotions. She was a romantic and she wanted to marry for love. But of course, due to societal pressure, it was not possible for her to follow her dreams. So she had to go with what society expected her to, to do and to be. And she was in love with Richard, the music teacher, but she couldn't follow that on because of fear and of the codependency. She was eventually forced to marry Jonathan, although she didn't love him. And um, she also was quite understanding and maybe a bit uh, emotionally intelligent in that she took the time to address issues when she saw Jonathan with George she didn't challenge them where they were rather she wanted to have a discussion with him which is quite important and helpful in relationships rather than react you give people time and then you sit down and talk to them and that's very important in our relationships and when Arthur, the previous gardener, died, she wanted to raise the issue again about her husband and George's affair, but she didn't because she realized that was not a priority in that moment, that the priority was Arthur's death. And that shows you how sensitive she was. And she also was understanding when the maids were wearing her clothes, instead of being nasty to them, chiding them or reprimanding them, she encouraged them and chose clothes that she thought were appropriate for them. And that made them feel at ease. And we can do with that a lot in our society. And then we come to Jonathan. Jonathan was not a social person. And we recognize that he was really, he felt under pressure because of his family wealth. And also he couldn't express his own sexuality because of the of society. And for because of that, again, he couldn't consummate his marriage. However, there was toxic shame in this relationship because he was worried about his reputation. Although he didn't love his wife, although he started an affair with George, he couldn't fathom the thought of his wife being with Richard, Mr. Reynolds, and he wanted to get rid of Mr. Reynolds because he was worried about what people, what society would say if they found out that his wife was having an affair because he was concerned about how the maids were sniggering behind his back instead of him acknowledging what he himself was doing. In fact, he was projecting his issues on his wife. And that is a trauma, trauma response. And it is important that we look deep within rather than look outward and focus on what other people are doing. And that would have helped me dim a lot. But in that moment, he was too outward focused and trying to blame his wife without actually noticing what he was doing. But the good thing is he was in a relationship with George and George the butler was quite attuned to what was going on in the home and in the relationship and with everyone in the environment. And I think uh, Sir Henry, Penelope's father, 
was quite um, aware of George's character when he sent George to live with Penelope after the marriage because George was a lifesaver for all these young people. So George did give in to the relationship. He couldn't really hide his feelings. So he ended up starting his uh, a relationship with his boss. But there were problems, obviously, because the maids found out about these relationships, these affairs. And in the end, George also brought in Mr. Reynolds, the guard, as a gardener, because he realized that if his relationship, his affair with this boss would last, Penelope needed a destruction. Penelope needed a life. And the only life Penelope could have was to be with Mr. Reynolds, who, who she loved. And that really worked out well. In the end, everyone had the best of both worlds because George had his job as a butler. He had his relationship with his, um, with his boss. And Penelope had her place as a wife to Jonathan and also she had someone who, who she loved, Richard, who was also a gardener and who lived with someone she loved. And Jonathan was a, in a marriage, a husband which society expected, but also living with someone he loved without fear. And the maids, Fanny and Bessie, were involved and in the end they also accepted the situation because they needed a job and they were let in on the secret and they lived to accept the secret and to actually be part of the secret and to enjoy their lives because all they wanted was to have jobs and to enjoy their lives fully. But we also need to look into the things that went on before that could happen, before everyone had the best of, best of both worlds. There was a lot of self-betrayal. And in relationship dynamics, it is important to recognize what's really going on that can ruin a relationship. Of course, the first thing we know is that these people didn't marry for love, and that was a red flag already. Although romanticism is not the be-all and end-all. But the thing with Mr. Uh, with Jonathan was that he was very cold and authoritarian. He didn't allow people to be happy around him, which might indicate his own childhood because he wasn't happy in himself. So he didn't expect an, to everyone else to be happy around him. He actually um, made everybody un, un, uncom uncomfortable around him. And he also entertained no objection from his own wife. He didn't treat his wife as an equal. He treated her like a child. And for her part, initially, she got angry instead of standing up for herself until she had had enough. And the other red flag in the relationship was when they didn't spend time together and he would rather choose to go and spend time with George. And the thing about love, again, that's quite interesting is it can heal some people because what happened was the mood in the home lightened when Jonathan started to hang out with George, when they started the affair. His abusiveness 
um, became less mad. He became more of a friendly person because he was now coming from a place of love. And we also recognize that unaddressed issues in a relationship can lead to resentment as Penelo became more angry in the relationship. And we also recognize that um, with trauma, people can kill for love because Arthur was actually killed because he was attentive to the goings on in the environment because he had found out about George and and um, and Jonathan. And we also have a theme of spiritual healing. And that is important to recognize in this day and age that there are spiritual healers out there. And for some people, that might not sound true, but we have four dimensions of existence, which are physical, social, um, emotional, psychological, and, um, and spiritual. And it's up to us to say, no, there's no spiritual healing, but there are those who believe that it exists. And in the film, we noticed how it healed um, Penelope when she was on her deathbed. And we have another theme, which is religion as the ultimate judge, because people were being hanged for uh, homosexuality. And so that put the fear of God into Jonathan, such that he had to abandon the relationship with George for a while when the priest came to visit and to mention these goings on about um, sodomy. And so it's important to recognize how challenging life was back then. And for that, Jonathan and Penelope had to start going to church to show a face in the church so that they wouldn't get into trouble. The good thing about it is these people worked together, which is also a very important thing. If people collaborate and work in a team, it's easy for them to achieve common goals. And that is a prominent theme in this, um, in this film. And the maids, we also noticed that they wanted what they didn't have, in that they were trying to wear the, the boss's clothes, and they also had self-limitations because they felt doomed to wear the maid's uniform. Again, these self-limiting beliefs come from upbringing. And the same applies to Richard. He also had this belief that because he had lost his parents and he had lost his wealth in the family, that he was doomed and he couldn't really achieve anything else. He was doomed to be where he was, which is why he let go of Penelope because he didn't have any dreams of becoming better than he was or doing anything better than he was doing. Because he just felt that because he lost his family and he lost everything, so he had um, money, he had lost everything else. Not knowing that, he still had his um, efforts to make, if he wanted to, to change his outcomes. And we also recognize the theme of conflict resolution. If we don't resolve conflict in, res in relationships, matters just pile up until we really address them, which was the issue about Penelope, until we address the issue with, um, with Jonathan. Jonathan thought that he could get away with what he was doing. He didn't think that anyone knew what he was doing. He thought he was untouchable because he was just um, enjoying himself. And we also have the theme of people's idea of fun sometimes, alcohol, which can be very self-destructive because we can see how when they said that they were having fun or they wanted to calm nerves, they had to drink alcohol. 
We know that with Bessie, uh, with Fanny, when they called her to do the acting scenes, and we know that for them, um, when they wanted to party, they had a lot to drink. And we can also recognize that being wealthy is no correlation with emotional intelligence or emotional literacy. We can see that Jonathan was very wealthy, but he was not able to speak his truth. He was not able to express his emotions. He was not able to communicate to his wife that he was gay. He was not able to let his wife know uh, the reason why he had married her and to actually be authentic around her. Instead, this is why he acted out, because he had fears, he had shame about being found out. We also have a great theme about taking back control. When Penelope challenged the husband um, and told him that Richard was staying because Jonathan wanted Richard uh, to go because of his toxic shame, but she challenged him. And also Jonathan was told by George that um, George told Jonathan that he was leaving because he couldn't stand, George couldn't stand being there without a relationship while working for 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 Jonathan and not knowing what was going on in Jonathan's head. Because again, this is about communication. Look, George, I need some space at the moment because the priest turned up. I need to decide what we can do. That would have been helpful. And then we also have Jonathan in the middle of George's spiritual healing of Penelope, telling Penelope's mom to get out. She was this overbearing woman, but in that moment, Jonathan told her to get out because she would have disturbed uh, the healing process. And then we also have Penelope's father challenging his wife because of her selfishness. She's focusing on how she was treated rather than focusing on how unwell her daughter is. And we can do that in life where we are self-centered and we focus too much on ourselves and not think of other people. And in the end, we recognize that despite societal um, norms, despite culture's expectations, taking care of each other trumps all. And I leave you with this quote from Jonathan. For any true happiness can be achieved by abandoning barriers. Because we've got so many barriers to overcome. And some of them, we just need to abandon them if we are going to be happy in our own lives. And in the end, we have six people living in the same house, enjoying their lives, despite their different societal uh, societal structures or social structures. I hope that's helpful. And I hope to continue, I'll continue to see you again next week as we discuss um, 44, uh, episode 44 of Trauma on the Screen. Thank you so much and see you soon. Quality life before relationships.